Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Amazon, they've announced a home robot. It's called Astro. So, ah, cute. It it looks pretty cute. It looks kind of like a, a bottom part of a rolly vacuum. So two large wheels, almost like the Dyson ball. And then there's this little stick, which would qualify as its neck. And then there's a tablet. Think of a small iPad. And... The freaky part about it is this thing motors through the house. The tablet, it looks because it has sensors on it. So if you're in the room and you talk to it, which is, again, it'll be pre-built with Amazon Alexa, the voice assistant. It'll turn its head. It'll give you facial expressions on the screen, like eyebrows raised, listening, comment. It'll nod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks mm-hmm. like um, it looks like Mo from Wally. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Now they're talking about, look, it, it, it can move around objects on the floor, like dog toys, even dog doo-doo, avoiding collisions with obstacles. Asterix, most of the time. Does it do the, what Roomba <laughs> does with dog doo-doo? Or? No, because yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't have the vacuum function. Yeah. I mean, you may get a little dirt in the tires, if you know what I mean, but otherwise it, it should move well. So the whole idea of this is it can follow you around the house with reminders, set up entertainment so you can talk to it to turn on TVs in certain rooms or launch a podcast. It, You can have it do important things like Astro, beatbox for me. <laughs> Not kidding. These are some of the features. There. <laughs> That's what they're wow. selling it on? No, but <laughs> the big thing is they, they want this thing to be like perimeter security. So it's going to tie into one of the subsidiaries of Amazon. Remember how they bought Ring with the, the Ring doorbells and the Ring cameras for inside and outside of your house? It's going to, to, to just keep an eye on everything. It's going to flag potential intruders, listens for, listen for things like broken glass or smoke alarms. For, so this is what they're saying. This, it's, Does it shoot laser beams out of its eyes? If honestly, I think I'd pay for it if it did. <laughs> but it, it does not. It will alert you and the authorities if there's a fire, if there's you know intruder, uh, because it has a camera on it. So it can record some video and audio footage, too. Mm. But. So, here's the issue. That's where I'm like, eh, eh. Once you give away your personal data, you can never get that back. And I just watched a TikTok of a woman, and I'm sure it's like this on any of your smart home devices, but she requested her data from her Amazon Alexa in this mm-hmm. case. And she had thousands of recordings thousands of recordings and that was just her voice imagine what kind of data amazon is going to have on you when they can just have a robot walking around taking videos of your house well they're they're saying that there is a out of bounds zone that you can acknowledge like do not head into the bedroom over there (laughs) (laughs) but i'm hearing noises and things are breaking (laughs) there's an intruder somebody's in pain (laughs) (laughs) it's a thousand bucks it'll be on the market uh once you get your official invite early next year if you're a big time Amazon spender then then you get one of those first robots I'd be curious I wouldn't mind a little test to run to that sucker because I know it can't go up my stairs so yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben Virgin Radio could you go into business could you work with your parents and I would suggest there are a handful of people going I oh, am yeah, absolutely uh, I took over my parents business or when they retired they slid on over and they helped us yep so, could I ask this? Could you do a family business if it involved doing a sex podcast with your mom? No. <laughs> nope. Benny? Nope. 
Uh, hell's no. <laughs> I didn't even think I had to answer that question. And look, we we all grew up in in, in different parts of of the province and with different upbringings and the whole. It wasn't really talked about. I picked up my education a little bit later on, and it's fine. But now, you you know, you can have some general terms of conversation, and especially with my kids too. They they, they they're seeking information. They want knowledge. Yeah. So as a yeah. parent, your job is to talk about safe in a in a sex and respectful manner, and and all the important things that come along with it. But I tried to wrap my head around doing this. So this this fella's mom, she's been a sex therapist for 15 years. And it wasn't until the pandemic arrived that he, who had been doing some small podcasts on the side, went, you know what? This is something. Let's get into it. And it's the real sex education. It's it 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 does align real nice with the Netflix series that stars oh, Gillian Anderson. Say, yeah, that's starting to sound familiar. Uh, yep. Gotcha. Yep. But uh, this young fella said that, uh, I shouldn't say so young, he's he's 25. He said, look, my mom raised me that we talk about sex and relationships openly because of her occupation, so that's fine. So the only thing is my friends at times find it weird when it pops up around the dinner table or if they walk by mom's study and they see the screensaver and it's like vacation pictures of her and then there's pictures of side profiles of like cartoon penises, for example. Oh. But, I mean, that, that's that's her field, so it's not weird to them. She talks about it. it if you no, are, it's still weird. I, you can talk about it, but I don't know how much you need to talk to your children about, like, how deep into it you go. And Times change, right? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm grasping this going, like, there's not a, a way I could play. Like, even now, I, could, I don't know if I could get into conversation about intimate details with my dad, even in, you know, in the college conquest days or university days or early 20s. There was never a moment that I can recall where I busted in the door like the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Five up high. Come yeah. on, Dad. <laughs> I mean, was that because you had the stories or is that because you didn't have the stories to tell? No. <laughs> Nick? There's, there's always stories to tell, but I mean, ooh, we have a, te- yep, no problem. Very open family. Kudos. Yeah. Good. I, I, I do think there are a lot of family dynamics that would be comfortable with this. Like for me, like I will tell, told my parents, like me and the beautiful Brazilian cyber cop met because I was looking for my first one nighter and <laughs> ended up not being the first one nighter. But um, like I, I'm just thinking, and I'm bringing this to even a closer level. Like I know people who are so close, like with their sister, that they go into detail everything, and like I people who are siblings that hang in ways that. I'm like, whoa, there's a line being blurred here, I feel like, just a little bit. And I think I can see this happening with quite a few families. It's just not mine. Nope. 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 I think we are all in agreement. There's not nope. an angle to be played here. Not my siblings, not my parents. I won't cousins. listen to this podcast with Actually, my parents. <laughs> I would, I would do a sex podcast with my grandparents. That would be hilarious. Oh. Nanny, if you're listening, let's do it. She'd be miserable, by the way. That's, I think, w- would be all the fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one I'd listen to. <laughs> all right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's Help Desk is from Pay Your Rent Now. 
If you want to send us a help desk, you can do that by going to our website, virginradio.ca, and sending that help desk through there. So pay your rent now, said I'm a landlord, and I have a family who's been renting a house of mine for a few years. Every month, the wife has a new excuse as to why she can't pay the rent on time or in full. Most of the time, she has been able to pay the rent by the end of the month, but lately, she's not paid the full amount at all. She tells me that I can't mention the fact that she isn't paying the rent to her husband. I've been very flexible and understanding in the last few years, but I'm getting frustrated with her continuous excuses and the late or missing rent. Should I tell her husband about her financial problems, or should I start the eviction process, or should I just let it go? Sincerely, pay your rent now. This is interesting on many levels, because clearly there's a deficiency with some numbers inside that family, but don't... It, by appearance... One-sided. One one party knows. The other part that would have made this messy in the past few months with that uh, emergency stay-at-home order, the province, they did halt the enforcement of residential evictions. So basically, as a landlord, you couldn't kick people out. Mm -hmm. So is someone being a bit of an opportunist in this regard? Again, we don't know the exact timeline, but if you move past that... I dropped some moving boxes at the front door. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's money you don't get back, especially when they're gone. Who has the ability to catch up on rent? Let's be real. The cost of renting all across the region, it's pure insanity, especially if it's a family home. Even a two-bedroom apartment, what are you, $1,600, $1,800, if not more? My concern here is I think you should ask the wife if everything is okay in the household. You know, unfortunately, the pandemic caused a lot of people who were in possibly abusive situations to be stuck with their partner. Agreed. And I don't know. There's something about the don't tell my husband part that raises a bit of a red flag for me there. I don't know if there's a way that you could do one last like, hey, I I just want to let you know I'm here to help if there's something wrong. But if there's not, then you're going to have to start paying the rent or something like that. I don't know if you're like willing to have one last conversation there. The don't tell my husband part, it raises red flags on either side, though. Like it could be she's spending the money that, yep. that is supposed to be going towards utilities and house and yeah. housing and that sort of thing. And he's just unaware of it. Or absolutely, maybe he's there's a control thing there or something. Who knows? But I, I'd be as a landlord, I'd be concerned about, well, I can't. Hey, don't tell my husband, but we can't pay your rent. Like, that's that's well, a tough situation. That's the thing. If you look on the other side of who actually owns the property, it could be this person that has sent us the help desk. It could be, even if it's a company for them, somebody has invested money yeah. into this product. Yep. yep. For some, it may be their first rental property, and then it's on their back. It's the old, well, why am I paying for someone else's yeah. to live? The, the, I didn't get into this. Like There are people I know, I've known that have spent 10 years saving enough to be able to purchase a rental property. But this is very much the risk that, that you inherit when you when you jump into that world. I say husband's got to know and, and see what happens. And But I see your side, Laura, of having that further conversation. But are you going to get the truth? See? Great question. So many layers. Ho! So Juicy was a good summary on this. 11053-975-975 and help desk. What is the path of least resistance on this? How do you get resolution? If you have a heart and you want to continue to be mindful of those that are residing there, what's the next step or multiple steps? All right. 
Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's Help Desk is from Pay Your Rent Now. If you want to send us a Help Desk, you can do that by going to our website, virginradio.ca, and clicking on the Jeff and Laura Backstage Ben page, and then boom, our Help Desk form is like the only thing we have on there because that's what we do. So Pay Your Rent Now says, I'm a landlord, and I have a family who has been renting a house of mine for a few years. Every month, the wife has a new excuse as to why she can't pay the rent on time or in full. Most of the time, she's able to pay the rent by the end of the month, but lately, she's not paid the full amount at all. She tells me that I can't mention the fact she isn't paying the rent to her husband. I think I've been very flexible and understanding in the past few years, but I'm getting frustrated with her continuous excuses and the late or missing rent. Should I tell her her husband about financial problems, or should I start the eviction process, or should I just let it go? Sincerely, pay your rent now. The theme has changed a little bit. There was a lot more compassion the first time around, <laughs> and now we, we've had a ton of either current landlords or past landlords. I'll just pick one that says, as a past landlord, you're never going to get that money back. It's been an ongoing problem, and there are lots of renters looking for places to live that will pay the rent on time and in full. There's always going to be excuses with some people. So there's one. Another one that reads, unless you're friends and you've made an arrangement that they can be late, give them a notice in the mail. Hope that the husband gets it. Say la vie. That's, right. that, that's kind of cutting just to the straight hard facts. Yeah. It's that, That's making it all business where early on it was kind of a blend. Can you do be kind, have some empathy potentially to someone's situation that you don't know all the details about? Another one that dropped in, this is uh, out of Tilsonburg saying, when I was married, my wife used to do the budget and uh, work the money, but she neglected to tell me about a few bills that were not paid. I found a bill opened up and realized we were several months behind. Her excuse was that every time if I have to, we're able to go do something. She wanted to make sure that it worked out, that we were able to go do it. So she was prioritizing entertainment and fun versus paying bills. She said, but we were both still young. She didn't realize the consequences of not being able to keep with your bills. But uh, as for the landlord, it's a must talk to first yeah. and then proceed to eviction beyond that. I like the angle that people are saying. You don't want to say threaten, but like suggest talking to the husband. Like, hey, if, if this is not a domestic problem that is none of my business I need to speak to the husband yeah. so you figure it out first people are saying you know let it get to that you know with that kind of looming over her head maybe things will things will change if she realizes that it's more important to pay the bills than yeah and you think of a rental. Someone, for the most part, usually owes the bank some money. And yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to be the landlord and have to deal with that, and let alone the actual property owner, it's it's not a fun place or position to be in. But uh, hey, still not done with this. one one zero five three ninety seven five ninety seven five. Have we missed something in this feedback for our help desker? Be curious to know that. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's Help Desk is from Pay Your Rent Now. If you want to send us a Help Desk, you can do what Pay Your Rent Now did, which is go to our website, virginradio.ca, click on the Jeff and Laura Backstage Ben page, then boom, you can send it there. So Pay Your Rent Now said, I'm a landlord and I have a family who's been renting a house of mine for a few years. Every month, the wife has a new excuse as to why she can't pay 
pay the rent on time or in full. Most of the time, she's able to pay the rent by the end of the month, but lately, she's not paid the full amount at all. She tells me that I can't mention the fact that she isn't paying the rent to her husband, and I think I've been pretty flexible and understanding in the past few years, but I'm getting frustrated with her continuous excuses and the late and missing rent. Should I tell her husband about her financial problems? Should I start the eviction process, or should I just let it go? Sincerely, pay your rent now. Here's another text that just dropped, said it is unfair to expect the landlord to be kind, to be forgiving. They obviously already have been by allowing late and partial payments. The landlord has bills to pay to, a family to feed, and a boss above, potentially. Welcome to adulthood, where you're responsible for paying your bills. Have the conversation with the wife. Let her know of this, uh, know as of this date, late and partial payments are no longer available. Yeah, always send something in writing. If you're going to go that route, you have to get that kind of thing in writing. Verbal agreements are not worth much nowadays. I totally agreed. It's the, uh, I don't recall versus, it's that, it's, you know, they said versus you said, mm-hmm. landlord, tenant act, and you're off to the tribunal, and it is a glorious headache, uh, if it even can get to that point. Landlords need to document and follow due diligence with tenants, regardless of their situation. Don't be their friend. Husband may be in on the plan. Uh, you may need to chase them later, and the tenants are, are out. Sorry, there are tenants out there that play a ton of games. So the nice thing this morning is we've had a lot of people that have been in that game of being yeah. a landlord or currently are. So we're getting some real insider information, and that's not shocking. There have been TV specials and shows where, again, in the States, a little bit different, where people basically, they, they from month to month, they, they move around. Now, the background on their financial situation can be real tough. They can be, uh, as you've mentioned, Laura, they can be in abusive relationships. So there's a lot of reasons why people get into it. But there's equally just slimy people looking to yeah. take advantage of a situation. Yeah. You really see a, a huge uh, variety of what people think of the tenants. Mm-hmm. So, well, maybe they're in a bad situation. Maybe it's an addiction issue. Maybe they're slimy people. Yeah. Like It goes all over the place. But there, I mean, yes, there is a level of empathy, but there's also how much is the landlord getting screwed over? Like you're the one who's out money here. Mm-hmm. You can That's be as empathetic you- as you can, but you're going to start paying their bills or what? That's just it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's important to help other people. And I hope everybody listening does that in some way, shape or form, whether it's volunteering or whatever, but you can't help somebody out to the point where you are hurting yourself. Agreed. You can't pour with an empty cup. That's right. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so it, it appears the, the general consensus is document it. You've had your chances. Yeah. I have to end this. Whatever is going on, I, unfortunately, that is like... I, there's not much I can do beyond giving you this notice. And if you can make it right and continue paying on time, it's fine. If not, you're going to have to look for other options. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. And the new host of The Bachelor on ABC is... Jesse Palmer, who led the season in 2004. It's crazy to think of how long The Bachelor has been on. Woo! They said for more than 20 years, The Bachelor has brought the world dozens of unforgettable love stories. Sorry, I can't even say this in a straight face. Including, at one time, my own. That's what Jesse said in a statement. Falling in love is one of life's greatest gifts, and I'm humbled by the opportunity to to return to the show as a host this season and offer the newest Bachelor advice game from first-hand experience, and I'm grateful to play a small part in his journey. Hey, full credit to a guy 
who grew up in Ottawa, went on and played a little splash. I, I, I say played in the NFL, mostly in the CFL, but turned that into a pretty successful TV career. Now, I don't know if you knew this, Laura, but he actually hosted the kickoff of The Proposal on ABC, a dating show. Oh, I forgot about that show. Yeah, a couple of, Yeah, so did what a lot of people. What was the premise yeah. of that show? Was it, it was, I kind of forget. Can you it's, fill me in? Do you remember? It was uh, it was a bachelor bachelorette hidden from view, and ten contestants of the opposite a binary gender must introduce themselves and answer questions posed by the bachelor or bachelorette. Oh boy! It lasted a season. <laughs> <laughs> then got uh, canceled. Okay. Yeah. Kind of, kind of makes sense yeah. now. Um, so it'll be interesting. I think there are a lot of diehard Bachelor fans that don't care what Chris Harrison said or did. They still really want him as the host. I don't know what the right decision was in that scenario because, I mean, it seems like it, uh, Rachel Lindsay is kind of the one that I think would have to give her, con- like, okay, Chris could come back to this franchise. Mm-hmm. And she really hasn't. She said he basically just apologized because people got mad. And I think that's true. I think... Anyway, that whole show's a hot mess right now. I mean, I haven't been able to check out the last couple seasons because I don't have cable. Uh, but I did hear that the show's starting to get good again. Let me know if that's the case, and I will try to see if there's... Bachelor needs to start doing pay-per-view already. I would pay-per-view. I would do that. But nope. Wow. I would. It's part of the gig. Listen, I love giving you the tea. It's a short break in, in a very crazy world we live in to see people... Five billion people date and try to win the love of one person. How much would you be willing to pay per view? Uh, like four dollars, like maybe 20 bucks for the season. <laughs> so, less than four dollars an episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, Britney Spears' lawyer slams her father, Jamie, after so you might have missed this news because it popped off late in the show yesterday. But Jamie Spears filed against the court saying that they think that the man that Brittany and her lawyer have put forward as her new conservator of her finances, uh, you know, just to take care of that kind of stuff, saying that he's unqualified to succeed in this role and said that he's worried about Brittany's estate. Well, now her lawyers are saying, well, Jamie, Jamie, you're an alcoholic and you need to get that kind of stuff worked out. You have a gambling addiction and they think that's why he is potentially worried about the estate. Again, it still hasn't come out to the public, but I really have this I have this sinking feeling in my gut. The $2 million Jamie wanted as his exit from being conservator. I think Britney Spears, something just tells me that she's agreed to pay that just to have this all over with. Yeah. Which in terms of Britney dollars, it, it'll be a small amount if she does hit up another Las Vegas residency. She'll make more than that oh. probably per show. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, well, she's, I think there, it, Tops at Vegas is anywhere between four and $600,000 per show. So that'd be a weekend for Brittany to pay her dad off. But I mean, I feel like uh, Papa's got some bills he's got to pay, if you know what I mean. Maybe at the <laughs> casino she's working at. <laughs> oh, man. I never thought about that. Do you have season oh. tickets? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. The pandemic, it, it opened our eyes in, in a lot of ways and a lot of things to a lot of people. A bright spot out of that, let's focus on the happy, shiny things, is the realization that a traditional 40-hour work week not necessarily required to do your job. Asterix. That's not all jobs, we are aware. If you work, if you are in a fuel service, working at a gas station, convenient, there there are a lot of service-based jobs that we know can't necessarily be altered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, we're talking office, administrative type settings, um, the five day a week, eight hours a day-ish. 
another big CEO jumping on. This makes 15 CEOs in the last couple of months saying we are completely reworking our work weeks. Saying that 40-hour work week, I mean, so much time was built in with the grueling commute, and we're seeing now people with cloud technology, the impact of, of, of being mobile and working from home. They're saying now maybe we turn into smaller office urban. They're calling it exclusive urban clusters. So you'd have like a small satellite office or two that would be close in proximity to where you 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 live. So you don't have to make that. For example, if you're in the GTA, but you live in Waterloo Region, that drive, you won't be a thing for you because they're going to rent out a small space somewhere in Waterloo Region that your commute's 20 minutes to work. Okay, maybe every once in a while you'll have to head off to, you know, Big HQ and, and the, the Ivory Tower, so to speak. But they, uh, they feel this is working well. So 40 hours, the traditional number. So they've done a lot of data in regards to people getting their work completed on time and satisfactory or exceeding the expectations of their bosses. How many hours a week do you think it was taking people to get their, their quote, 40-hour-a-week uh, job done? Any guesses, Laura Geddes? Uh, I'm going to go with 25. Oh, uh, 25 and a half. Okay, Benny. Oh, Ben! <laughs> One dollar. Get out of here. <laughs> they were, it was just shy of 30 hours, so that makes it into a six-hour workday. Yeah. Who'd be against that? And or you want to do a combo of maybe four longer days, which a lot of people, I shouldn't say a lot, a good chunk of businesses have at least tried. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of friends in my circles that have done that and said productivity, in fact, is up because when it comes Thursday lunchtime, people are busting. They want to get through what's remaining so they know they've got a long weekend. And I like that. Why, like, why are we stuck in this? Like, th- Think of when the 40-hour work week was created. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. how different times are today. Well, yeah, class, such differences in classism and that sort of thing. Absolutely. I, anytime yeah. we have a long weekend, the three of us hustle our butts. Oh, God, yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, we always say, we acknowledge, like, we earned a long weekend, for sure. Uh-huh. I think that there's nothing wrong with earning it every damn week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we that's deserved. I also think it's crazy to think about, too. Like, if you look back on it, it's like now you need two people doing a what we call a 40-hour work week to hopefully be able to get by. But that 40-hour work week was also built to support a whole family. Yes, agreed. Yep, for sure. That's another thing to keep in mind. It's mm-hmm. just, I mean, I feel like... I feel like we should just, you know, maybe we should go back to what, just one person working 40 hours a week. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wouldn't mind being a kept man, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> My lawn will never look as good. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. This is leaking more into companies that are, they're global. This isn't just American companies. These are companies we saw, uh, Japan and uh, a few different massive computer companies went mm-hmm. to four-day work weeks. They squeezed down. Did farmers get this message? No, we get it. There are definitely trades and industries that can't, uh, you know, fit into these parameters. But much love for what you do and what you offer to all of us. Um, I, I don't know what I mean. More automation that that, yeah. that will <laughs> yeah, maybe sure. assist in, in some time goblining, which uh, you know does rob people of some some yep. extra R and R. But also, my opa was a farmer. Even when he had time off, he found work to do. Well, <laughs> the five day work week is still a seven day work week. Yeah, when well, you're a farmer, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, ooh, now it's down to six. Whoop-dee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Melanie is joining us on the line. How about this one, Laura? Melanie beat Backstage Ben two years ago. Ooh. Two years ago. And a quick acknowledgement, Melanie, she's busy in school, going through nursing school, graduation, you said December. Is that correct? Yeah, Yeah, that's right. 
And man, oh man, that's uh, you're going to jump right in and uh, and be busy for an indefinite period of time. So uh, well done, massive thank you for that. Uh, for those in the healthcare field, super uh, appreciative of all, all of your efforts. So, how are we feeling out of ten? Ten being sharp with it and confident that you can beat backstage Ben. Are you middle of the road? Or are you just? I don't know if I have it today, but I wanted to try regardless. Mm, maybe like a six. Okay. I, I have to say, in the past two years, I've only gotten stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that confidence. Well, and to say, for the first time, I've ever been not supportive of someone's personal growth. It's yours, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anybody brand new to it, this is how it plays out. Melanie, being our guest, she gets to go first. Three trivia questions for her, completely random, as Laura acknowledged a few minutes ago. And from there, Benny will come back in. He's out in our soundproof room. He is uh, hes actually running down to get some food. Um, so he'll be oh, back in a second. Did your breakfast come here thanks to Uber Eats? Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is good because when food is in the room but Benny hasn't consumed it yet, oh. that smell is really going to be messing with his brain while I read these questions to you, Melanie. Mel- he is okay. distracted right now. So okay. we'll uh, we'll see how this plays out with uh, with Beat Backstage Ben. So over to Laura. Okay, okay Melanie, are you ready to Beat I Backstage am. Ben? Okay. First question. According to Greek mythology, who was the first woman on Earth? Oh, God. Venus? Not Venus. Was looking for Pandora. Okay. Second question. What is the tiny piece at the end of a shoelace called? Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to say nub. I know that's not true. That is very (laughs) random. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's not the one we were looking for. I was looking for an egglet, which is an answer that I have heard before. Like, it's one of those facts that you learn, you remember for a couple years, and then it okay. just goes out. Because okay. when are you going to ever say that? That's the thing. You'll just say my lace During the broke. show at this time. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. outside of trivia, <laughs> never. <laughs> okay. Okay, third and final question, Melanie. Which mammal has no vocal cord- cords? No vocal cords? Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, geez. That's a good question. A uh, koala? No, I've heard koalas. Oh, my God. That's difficult. Let's go with aardvark. I don't know. It is not an aardvark. <laughs> I was looking for giraffe. The only oh, noise giraffe. I've ever heard a giraffe make is when April the giraffe had that baby and it just went <laughs> onto the floor. Those are tough questions. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, Melanie, because it's it's not you. I have to try and make them in a way that mm-hmm. backstage Ben will oh, hopefully totally lose. Oh, totally understand. Totally mm-hmm. understand. Man's right. a monster. All right. So I guess the best we could go with is a is a tie. It's kind of where we're at. We'll, we'll hey, see. A, we'll see. A zero zero tie is one hundred percent a win for me. Just to say, <laughs> I'm <Coach laughs> master. <laughs> All right, let's uh, bring him back on it. You want to help with this one, Melanie? He may be able to hear it. Oh, man. The illustrious Benny L. You can join along if you feel for it, all right? Ben! Ben! (laughs) He heard the first. His head went up like a dog when you're like, dinner? Uh Dinner? A little bit of a head tilt. So, Melanie, she beat you two years ago. And today, Benny, she scored zero points. Oh, no. (laughs) Ruh-ro. Would you like to trash talk Benny anyway? Um, no, not today. I won't, no. It's fair. I'm not a poor sport. (laughs) I like this. Appreciate it. That's fair. That's fair. Benny, uh, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. 
First question, according to Greek mythology, who was the first woman on Earth? Eros? Nope. I was looking for a Pandora. Oh, fun. Second question, what is the tiny piece at the end of a shoelace called? An aglet. Oh. Correct. <laughs> Third and final question, which mammal has no vocal cords? <laughs> I, I got nothing. I have no idea. <laughs> a giraffe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those would be some pretty long vocal cords, I guess. Well, <laughs> Laura did have a really good reference to um, that there was a sound made by a famous giraffe not long ago, Laura. Yeah, I'm saying the only noise I've ever heard a giraffe make was when April the giraffe had her baby and her baby went like all <laughs> <laughs> feet on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Right on that concrete floor. Yeah. <laughs> Melanie, does it feel, uh, is there less of a sting that Ben only scored that single point? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Because that gauge is the difficulty level. If Benny uh, pulls up a one spot, you know there's some some challenging questions yeah. uh, within that game. Laura's mm-hmm. been on, i got to admit this week, Gaddis, you've been fire. Yeah, all round. Fire. Well done. Uh, Melanie, a tough one, but uh, we do celebrate the win for Backstage Ben. Good job, Ben. Hey, thank you. So don't uh, don't make it such a long gap between your next play, because if nothing else, yeah. let's mix in a tie so you can have one of all three. For sure. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, congratulations once again on all, all the school success. Uh, keep on going. Get some rest on your off days. And you are welcome back at any point. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio.